Ready and racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast, uh, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, I'm your host, Tim Edwards, and uh, Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson, is back in the chair and joining me today on the Dogcast. How are you, Sean? Good, Tim. Yeah, great to be back. Uh, great that Sean Donnelly was able to fill in last episode, which was a great episode. I did hear it. It went over very well. Uh, but yeah, great to be back, and there's been a lot of stuff happening in Greyhound mm. Racing in SA of recent times, so plenty to cover today on the Dogcast. Yeah, there's so much been happening, as you mentioned. We're going to uh, preview the 2021 E-Star Match Race Series at Gawler this Sunday. So that's one of our feature meetings this weekend. We've got the Match Race Series there at uh, Gawler Sunday night. Easter Sunday should be a bumper crowd out there. Good weather predicted as well. We're also going to review last week's heats of the Easter Cup and preview uh, the Easter Cup, of course, on Thursday night. We're going to have a chat to Nicole Price. That's all coming up on this week's edition on the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Well, the Week in Review is always brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co. They're proud suppliers of fresh pet food in South Australia for our GAP SA Greyhounds in the GAP prison programs and they're based right here in South Australia so if you want to know more about uh, Fresh Pet Food Co check them out on the web freshpetfoodco all one word .com.au Sean there's been so much happening in greyhound racing I'm not sure where to start here but I reckon we'll go back uh, to the Breeders Prelude last Monday night Prelude number one Jack's World was the eventual winner it was a really good race um, let's look at the field we had Jack's World eventually winning and uh, we'll talk about him in a moment. He defeated Stranger Tides, who's a very interesting dog, trained by Kieran Corby. Crazy Diva ran third, but it brought together a strong field. We had the heats the week before, and Jack's well, Sean, he's, uh, well, he's becoming one of our headline acts here in South Australia, and he doesn't have to lead to win. Yeah, 100%. And he's becoming such a good dog in a race field. Uh, when he first started, he was a dog who preferred it out a bit wide and liked a bit of space. But mm. now he can draw inside, as he proved on uh, on Monday night, and he mm. can be. It was really tight going to that first turn, and he was able to position himself nicely, just find the right run, get him in clear running down the back straight, yeah. and then um, really ran home so strongly. I mean, Tim, you you uh, labelled him mm. on Greyhound of the Year night um, with Jack Swellers, yeah. you know, the potential next dog for Cameron Butcher, and I think that's coming to fruition. Yeah, I is. mean, he's uh, he can win over six hundred. He went to the Bridge and won over mm. five thirty, and back to Angle Park and uh, through these Breeders Prelude series, and he's going to progress on to the to the Howard Ashton, which will be run in May this year right. um, due to the Angle Park redevelopment, but it'll be run at Gawler. Mm-hmm. He has won at Gawler, um, and, but he hasn't been back there for a while. So it'll be really interesting to see how he how he goes now through the series, which will head to Gawler. Mm. Um, but, I mean, you can't just doubt his ability. He was um, amazing to the line and, and just keeps winning. Yeah, he does. And what I'm liking about him is he's, uh, he's pushing forward and pushing hard early to hold his spot, whereas some dogs sort of just don't like the uh, the interaction with other greyhounds. He he wants it and he pushes hard and he finds a spot. And one thing about him is he's very, very strong. So, yeah, I think uh, there's some big things planned for him this year. I'm not sure if Cameron will give him a little freshen up at some stage, but uh, he's a young dog. He's progressing. And, and that sort of time that he ran 29.69, that's good enough, you know, at the moment to improve on as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think... Um with Cameron's dogs, they they do tend to just race week in, week out. They mm. just ke- and keep 
holding their form amazingly. And as I touched on with the Angle Park redevelopment, which we can talk on a little yeah, bit later, mm. um, some of the feature races have gone to Gawler. And the Anniversary Cup, the SA Anniversary Cup, is one of the features we run at Angle Park. But that'll be run at Gawler. So I think that'll be his first target mm. before he gets to the the Howard Ashton. So uh, anyone in the north who haven't yeah. hasn't been to Angle Park, definitely get to Gawler and see this dog go around because he's, uh, he's pretty special. Yeah, he certainly is. Uh, the Easter Cup heats were last Thursday night. Uh, let's go back and check those out. Heat number one was taken out by Defy. This was a very good race. Defy led and a fantastic Pippa was alongside of him basically up to the home bend. And I just felt in the call, Sean, that... Fantastic Pippa was going to get him, but Defy, to his credit, that was only his third run back from an injury. He found plenty, and, and he'll be hard to beat on Thursday night tonight. Yeah, I think mm. with... Uh, with we know the ability of this dog. He's a super 600-metre dog, but he has returned, as you said. Um, it was his third run back. He showed surprisingly good speed out of the boxes to, to lead mm. that field. Um, and once he led, he was going to be really hard to ru- uh, run down. Fantastic Pippa was brave. You yeah. labelled her in the call. She never gave in, no. and she kept coming on the line. And if she began well in the final, she's a dog that can break 35 seconds easily when leading. Uh, but both of them are going to be strong chances. And Bedrock Fred, who ran third, has stepped up to the 600 metres mm. and really progressing nicely for Shirley Barber. He looked a bit flat last week, Bedrock Fred. Yeah, I mean, that was his, his, that was his third run over 600 each week. Mm. So maybe um, he went really well the first two and then, yeah, a little bit flat last week. I'm sure they'll have worked on the dog and we find he's, we'll get to the final. He's mm. drawn one in the final. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's drawn to, to run well. Yeah, and Defy ran, uh, what did he run there, 35.06, trained by Troy Murray. Heat number two was won by Rugged and Ready. This dog's going really well for Ken Gill. The last little bit he got a bit tired, but he's, uh, his early pace is winning him races at the moment. Um, Ken's always had an opinion of this dog, Sean. I bumped into him a little while ago back at Angle Park, and he said, this dog's a good dog, and he is. He's starting to show it. Victor Norman ran second, took ground off him late, and all in Dungey was probably the unlucky run in the race. It was heavily backed uh, in the race, but had had no luck. Mm. Shadow Burner was the disappointing run in the race. He was never in the race at all. So yeah. uh, rugged and ready, he won well. No, he did. For Ken Gill, I think over the 5.15 metres, which is what he was doing in the early part of his career, uh, I think... He went ran a, won a race in about twenty nine seven. It was oh, mm. there's the expectation. That's what we expect him to do. He said it really didn't hit it off over five fifteen. But since Ken has stepped him up to the six hundred, mm. he's really found a, a good consistency of form. And and as you mentioned, he was able to lead, ran thirty five seconds. And again, they're very hard to beat when they're doing that. So he'll be another strong chance in the final. We know Ken Gill can get a good dog to go. We know the the. Um, exploits of Ernie Bungarrow yes, exactly. uh, about mm. seven years ago with the mm. Adelaide Cup. So he can always get one, Ken, and he's got one here. Heat number three was taken out by Gary's Miracle. This is a very impressive greyhound trained by Michael Stewart. She's going from strength to strength, Gary's Miracle. Maximum refusal ran second. Gary's Miracle ran 34.94. It was the quickest time of the heats. And Michael might just have a good one here. Oh, I agree with you. Uh, he can he can definitely um, train winners. And 34.94 for Gary's Miracle. Had good form coming to SA from interstate um, and had run... 
so consistently has been placed at the bridge and, and won at Angle Park. But over the 600 metres, 34.94, gave nothing else a chance and was as strong as anything to the line. Mm. So I don't think he'll be going any slower on a Thursday night. And he has that really good early speed. Yes, yeah, So he'll Gary's, be hard to beat. Yep, she certainly will be. Um, that's be. Uh, that's on Thursday night, of course. That's the Easter Cup heats from last Thursday. Of course, we had the Murray Bridge uh, Cup, which we haven't spoken since then, Sean. Uh, but that was a fabulous night. Now, I wasn't there. I was supposed to be there, but I got crook, uh, and I was <laughs> off for a couple of weeks. So Yatesy called the event. Air Marshall ended up winning, trained by Ray Murray. And, and Air Marshall, he's another dog like Jack's World that's absolutely flying. Oh, most definitely. Um, before we get to Air Marshall, the club uh, did a wonderful job in getting a, a great crowd there, mm. and um, they would be s- super happy with that because to have that many people there on your feature race night is always what you hope for. Mm. Um, you got to got to hope people turn up, and they turned up in their numbers. So it was a great night on Air Marshall. Uh, I'm really glad he got the Murray Bridge Cup win because he's made a lot of finals mm. and he's been favourite in a, a number of feature finals and just hasn't been able to get the win. So with his early speed, he was able to roll to the front 25-42 in what was a very strong Murray Bridge it Cup was. field. Uh, got the win, strong to the line, uh, terrific by Ray Murray and, and obviously the connections. And again, we've got a, n- a number of these good dogs racing in SA. Now at the moment, um, Corong Lucy and um, Shadow Mist is off the scene just mm. at the moment. We've got these other ones progressing through. So again, the next few months, um, you know, who will take the mantle if those those guys don't get back to the track? Yeah, it was a fabulous night, and uh, those people who listened to the dog cast leading into the Murray Bridge Cup, Sean would have had the winners because Sean Donnelly and I both labelled uh, Air Marshall the winner, and we, we tipped a couple on the Thursday night that got up as well. So you've got to be listening to the dog cast, that is for sure. Now before we move on to the uh, the preview next week. Uh, or the, this week of the of the races that are coming up, Sean, we should touch on what's going on at Angle Park because there's been a few different uh, messages sent out. Yep. The, the, the programming is finalised now, is that right? It is finalised now, yep. yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of... We had to wait to get the final decision on the contractors to, for the build. So there was a bit of a delay process and we had to release information back in November of last year mm. about this is what it's going to look like when we get to this point. Um, so we released stuff... Um, late last week once we knew the 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 date mm. so the uh, official last race at angle park will be thursday week yes. oh sorry you know in a week's time will be the last race and then the new calendar kicked in um subsequent to that on a monday tuesday uh, we found that the gawler venue for the saturdays which is a shared venue we thought mm. that uh, we couldn't race there so we had murray bridge straight track running on the Saturday morning on a fortnight and had them running midweek sharing with Gawler on a Wednesday, which wasn't mm. perfect from a weekly mm. scenario for the straight track. And that's what we'd like to get. Yep. Um, surprisingly, the footy dates landed opposite our racing dates. So we, we quickly made the change in, in the interest of everyone, I think, to, to move Gawler to that fortnightly Saturday morning mm-hmm. um, for pretty much the majority of the, the three to four month build mm. of Angle Park. And the straight track will get on to uh, Wednesdays every week. Every week. So there might be a few little little variances in late April. But then from May, June, July, the calendar will look like Murray Bridge Monday night, uh, Gawler Tuesday, Murray Bridge straight Wednesday, Murray Bridge Thursday night, Gawler Friday, in that sort of mid-twilight yep. um, time slot. And then Sunday will be um, at Gawler, the normal Gawler, 
bearing in mind Mount Gambier sits separate to that mm. calendar. So they're always racing yes. Thursdays and Sundays in their normal time slot. Yep. But how it affects the Metro is money, how Angle, Angle Park, they're, yep. they're, uh, they're not racing there, how it affects Murray Bridge and Gawler. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we expect three to four month build. It's going to be exciting for the Angle Park track to have a new track there, desperately in need of it. Um, and the facilities, I believe, are, are being upgraded as well, Sean. I saw an interview with Matt Corby the other day, and Matt was saying that the grassed area where the public are, are able to get to is going to be closer to the track so that people can actually get closer to the animals racing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when Angle Park was built, um, where that grassed area and the fence areas is when you're expecting, you know, 2,000, 3,000 people yeah. at the venue, which, which, which is what we had. Mm. Um, but nowadays, um, there's not as many people get to the track. So what we'd like to do is bring those people who do get to the track closer to the action. Mm. Bear in mind the line of sight from the restaurant. We don't want to compromise that no. too much. But um, get clo people closer to the action. They love to see the dogs up close and the handlers and the way they treat their dogs. So uh, really looking forward to that. Apparently, we're going to be looking at a big screen, um, yes. uh, which will be a semaphore board, but mm. be able to use for replays and racing. And, and you know, maybe if the footy's on, you yeah. can uh, go and, and see that. We're going to try and uh, rejig the judges' box. So you calling at Angle yeah. Park, you always give a little bit to the outside, Tim, yes, which um, you have to. And mm -hmm. we're going to pretty much have the photo finish and the main camera on the line. So... For anyone watching, mm. there, there won't be any sort of giving a little bit to the outside. It should yep. be pretty much as they go across the line. So we'd like to do that. A few little things with the uh, the kennel house and, and just the facilities in general. Mm. The, people looking at Angle Park probably won't notice a, a lot of difference mm. because it will look pretty much the same. Yep. Apart from the starting distance, it will change a little bit. Mm. Um, but it will look the same, but it will be much it'll be much safer, much more in line with, you know, 20 uh, 21 technology mm. okay um, and so we're trying to get the best outcome for obviously our greyhounds and our participants yep and that all starts in a week's time so we've got one more week at angle park next thursday night and then it's uh, finished for about three to four months and we'll be racing at murray bridge and also gawler that is the review of what happened last week and over the last couple of weeks that's all thanks to fresh pet food co look them up www.freshpetfoodco.com.au the preview. All right, the preview this week uh, is brought to us by the SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the Dogs SA and get on board. And as always, gamble responsibly. Let's have a look at the uh, preview. Let's uh, first of all have a look at tonight's meeting at uh, Angle Park. Uh, Thursday, of course, it's a solid program. And we've got an early start around a 6.40pm start South Australian time. I'll be calling the action, Sean. It's a 12-race card. I know you'll be down there as well. We've got the feature race being the Easter Cup. We had the heats of the 600-metre Easter Cup last week. This is the field, if you haven't already heard. Bedrock Fred came up with box number one. Now, he qualified in running third last week. Uh, box two, maximum refusal. Three is Gary's Miracle, who we spoke about. Fantastic Pipper is in four. Victor Norman, five. Defy in six. Yendera Evie out in seven. And Rugged and Ready has drawn the pink. Box number eight, the reserves not gaining a start. How did you see the race, Sean? Well, I, I used the dartboard at home, Tim, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a feature of these these series over the 600 metres at Angle Park. It's produced a, an unbelievably even field mm. uh, with three high-quality heats last week. All these greyhounds, I think, um, it, it can be loosely said that everything's got a chance, but mm. <laughs> pretty much everything does have they a do. chance, I mm. think, in this race. So in looking at it, I was... I was 
leaning towards what I think will be in front. Um, and for that being the case, I was leaning towards Gary's miracle. Mm. Just if he, if uh, sorry, if she can produce. Um, her first split from last week. I think she can cover the one and two dog. Mm. Um, and then she showed how strong she was to the line. So I think there'll be plenty of pressure, yep. um, which is the only thing I'm a little bit concerned about. But if she can land in front um, just shortly after the start as they enter the front straight, I think she can be too strong. Um, I think Fantastic Pippa will run another huge race uh, for Aussie Chegia. And Defy, you just can't leave him out of any 600-metre no. race. But I'm just thinking what will be in front, I'm thinking Gary's Miracle. Um, and hopefully she gets an easy lead to start with and then can run home strong. Yeah, you could run this race a few different times and have a different result. It's really, really interesting how this box draw has taken place. And Defy, I've ended up selecting. I, I felt that his last two wins have been mm. very good. He's going to get better with each run. And, and he is jumping better than what he yeah. was when he went for a spell. So... I think Troy's got him in the right race. Uh, Victor Norman's not a quick beginner drawn inside him. Yandera Evie's not a quick beginner drawn outside of him. So as long as he holds his own early, he'll be able to push down. I reckon he'll be sitting second or third out of the home straight. Yeah. And I reckon he might just be a tad too strong. So I've got him on top. Bedrock Fred, I'm, uh, big respect for him. He looked a bit flat last week, but... I reckon with that run under his belt, if he can just be somewhere near them down the back and get a clear run, he's going to be chiming in. And I thought Gary's miracle was the other chance, number three. I thought, as you did, Sean, uh, she may be a chance of finding the lead. And I must admit, she has been very impressive. Mm. Even the races that she hasn't won, yep. there's been excuses. So uh, I think Michael Stewart's going to have some fun. And one thing's for sure, uh, Sean, we'll, we'll hear Michael if uh, if she wins. Uh, <laughs> yes. he's, uh, he's a pretty loud fellow, Mick. Uh, he loves his racing and... Uh, he gets a bit pumped when he's when his greyhounds win big races. Uh, we have seen Michael uh, take the shirt off and run down the, the front row <laughs> in Brute Bernard uh, yes. a number of years ago. Uh, triggered that, so I mean we don't. I mean we love the emotion mm. and he brings it. So it uh, I mean if if he wins, as you said, it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, he brings the emotion. I remember a night there at Angle Park. He was uh, I think it was only a Grade Five victory, and uh, it was a bit of a plunge in the market for it. And uh, he was that pumped that that greyhound won the event. I could hear him down at the. 515 boxes absolutely celebrating after the win and and it just carried on as he left the track basically so uh, no, he's a good fellow Mick and uh, that's why we love greyhound racing in South Australia people like him uh, as far as a best bet is concerned uh, Sean tonight what did you make okay and what is actually uh, again as you mentioned Tim a very strong program I'm gonna go with race three number five Victor Reed for Lisa Rasmussen mm -hmm. uh, returns back to SA after two starts uh, at Sandown in the launching pad series uh, his last run in the launching pad, he did run sixth, but he broke 30 seconds at Sandown, and he was very close, only beaten less than three lengths in what is very strong company, the, yeah. those launching pad. This was a consolation of a launching pad, but they're very strong. Go back the last run before he left three runs ago. Uh, he ran third behind Gemtree Maximus in our SA launching pad final when he, he showed good speed and was getting home hard at the line, I think. Uh, no dog drawn on his outside. His, his main dangers are outside him. Mm. I think he can uh, punch forward lead, and I think he can be too strong. So race three, number five, Victor Reid. And I know I'm under a fair bit of pressure after you guys did such a good job last time. Yeah, well, we're going to clash you, Sean, because my <laughs> okay. best is in the same race, <laughs> Agent Hamish. So uh, one of us hopefully can get the, the right result for the listeners of the dog cast because uh, I'm with Agent Hamish. I, yep. I loved his run last start. It was his first run at the 5.15, first run at Angle Park. So... I, I like backing dogs that uh, get a look there first and then improve on that run. Mm -hmm. Troy Murray prepares him. He was heavily back to win two starts ago at Gawler. I think Bo 
drawn out deep is certainly a blessing for him. So uh, we'll clash there. You like Victor Reid. I like Agent Hamish. Perhaps for the Dogcast listeners, they have something on each of those two. And uh, hopefully one of us are right yes. in race number three there tonight <laughs> at Angle Park. Let's have a look at Gawler's program on Sunday night. Now, this is a terrific program. I haven't really delved into all the form just yet. I've had a look at the uh, E-Star Match Race Series. I'll be calling the program there on Sunday night, Easter Sunday night. Get there early. Make sure you make a booking because I reckon the tables will go pretty quick out there Sunday night, Sean. Oh, definitely. Uh, if, if the last few Sundays are any indication, it's going to be packed Easter Sunday you're right. Beautiful weather as mm. well. I would be booking. Get in there now. Yeah. yeah. Look up Nixon's Function Centre. Dial them up. Get your booking for Sunday night. Should be plenty of kids on track too because there's no school on Monday. Mm. So they'll be out there in force as well. And uh, there may be some Easter eggs out there as well, Sean, I'm sure, for, for some kids as well along sure the way. If, I'm sure that there'll be plenty around. They'll have to hunt for them, no yeah. doubt. So I'm sure they'll, they will be. Yep, yep. The Easter Bunny, of course. Um, we've got a 12-race card. The first due to go at 5.41. The feature race is actually the Match Race Series race number four. So the way this works, Sean, as per normal with match race series, box one races box two. So Lilypad will come up against Burning Nitro in the first race. Uh, Lilypad, a little bit disappointing last start, but you'd predict that she would lead against Burning Nitro. She's ran 30 and 69 around Angle uh, around Gawler before, and Burning Nitro's ran 30 and 71. There's not a great deal between these two. Not a great deal. I think... Um I mean, the Angle Park form, Lilypad's got to open company and Burning Nitro is gradually progressing through, being very consistent, but mm. hasn't reached that level. So I think the class edge will go to Lilypad. Uh, there isn't a much at, at Gawler, though. See, this is the thing, Tim. I think mm. these dogs racing at Gawler, yep. some go uh, a bit better at Gawler than what they do at Angle Park. And I think Burning Nitro is a good example of that. However, I think the draw, with Lilypad drawn one, mm. she does like the rail. Burning Nitro three, does like to course a bit wide, but I think that gives Lilypad the, mm. the chance to push through. Mm. Really interesting one to kick it off. I think Lilypad might be too strong. Mm. The class edge might just get her over the line. Yeah, I'm with Lilypad as well. Velocity Bettino box three races Threaten box four. Now, for mine, Threaten's going really well for Ben Rawlings. He'll probably lead, but Velocity Bettino has ran quicker time around Gawler, so she's a big danger to him. Yeah, it's a really interesting matchup uh, with Velocity Bettino on the inside and Threaten on the outside. Um, they're both high-speed dogs, really. Um, Velocity Bettino can go really fast over a short course and is, has, was the fastest qualifier for this series, but that was a few months ago. Yep. Threaten is, hasn't raced any better mm. for Ben Rawlings. So a really interesting one. I'm actually leaning a little bit to Velocity Bettino. I think that she can hold Threaten to the first turn, and if she does, mm. I think she'll win. I think in this one, whoever leads, if mm. you're confident about one one or the other leading, I think they will get the match. Yeah, it'll be a good betting race, that one there, three and four. Stress the point, number five takes on All Show, number six. Not a great deal between these two either on times. All Show's been going really well, but Stress the Point's a danger here. Either one of these two could win this. Yeah, absolutely. I think Stress the Point created a big impression. We'll talk to Nikki Price later in the show um, about six or seven runs ago went 30-70 at Gore and thought oh this this dog could be mm. quite something and came to Angle Park just had no luck in no. its races so I think in a two dog match it probably suits um, stress the point but all show for Don Turner has probably been racing in slightly better opposition and been running really consistently and really well mm. I think on the outside all show I think 
he um, is would probably start favourite in this match. Yeah. But I don't think there's much between them at all. No. And then you got Barbados Express, who's uh, well good over six hundred and plus. Uh, so she's going to be inside of Ned's Chance, who's returning from a spell. So. I would think here, I know Ned's chances run better time. He may be vulnerable, but Bados Express can get home hard. Yeah. It, the most interesting match race mm. is the last one, I think. And I think it'll come down to line. I think either of these dogs can can run the winning time, no matter yeah. what the winning time is. I think they both have the ability. Ned's chance is coming off of two-month uh, let-up for injury. Um, prior to him having the break, he went 29-4 mm. at Angle Park. Yep. Uh, sorry, he, he got injured in the race before before he had this break. Mm. Prior to that, he went 29-4. He went 30-60 at Gawler. If Richard Pierce has got him anywhere near his best, he mm. will run some time. But I definitely think he's vulnerable. Mm. Barbados Express loves Gawler mm. for Ben Rawlings and yeah, she does. likes an inside draw. Mm. So I'm expecting Barbados Express, um, if, if, if she could lead, it's game over. I can't see Ned's Chance beating her. But if she could sit behind Ned's Chance, I think the last 50 might tell on mm. Ned's Chance. Yeah. But again, I don't think there's much between them, and the the indecision is Ned's chance. Just how how is he? Is he you know where is where is he at after having two months off, which is a big break? Mm. But I'm sure Richard Pierce would not have nominated him if he didn't think he was near close to his best. Yeah, it's a fabulous series, and and for those people who don't understand how it works, so these dogs race each other. Now the betting of it will be there'll be head to head betting on each race, each match race. But then there's an overall winner. Now, to be the overall winner, you've got to run the fastest time. So, yep. um, you know, Lilypad might come out and run, you know, 30 and 50 in, in heat number one. But uh, the last heat, you know, Ned's chance might come out and run 30 and 48, and, and he'll be the eventual winner. So yep. there's two ways of betting if you are going to place a bet, obviously bet responsibly, uh, on the E-Star Match Race Series. Yeah, and, and it has to be drawn as a field. As you say, if anyone looking through the fields, flicking through the book, will see race four and go, oh, that's a great eight-dog race, but yep. it's not. It's, it's not. It's um, two four-dog events. So the first one kicks off at 6.35, which is Lilypad and Burning Nitro. And then it's 6.43 for the second match, 6.51, and then 7.04 completes the series. Yep. So don't be confused by that. Um, and it, it can easily happen, um, but it is a match race, um, as you said, head-to-head betting, and then the overall betting. So it's a really interesting. And again, we're pretty wrapped that we've, we we no, would normally run this at Angle Park, but we're mm. wrapped it's gone to Gawler, gives another track, another group of um, interested persons a look at match racing, yep. which is more of a spectacle um, than an event. Yeah, it is. But it is, it's a really interesting uh, event. Um, it's, it's worked really well for us in South Australia. Yeah, it promises to be a good night there Sunday night. They've got two heats of the Gaul of Future Stars as well, race six and race seven. So, yeah, if you've got nothing planned Sunday night, uh, most people obviously get together on uh, lunchtime uh, Easter Sunday and gather around with the family. But if you're looking for somewhere to go Sunday night, head out to the Gaul of Greyhounds. It should be a wonderful night. And you're right up close there, too, to the Greyhounds, uh, right at the boxes there at the 5.31. So the good place for the kids to go, Sean. That, of course, has been the preview. And that's all thanks to uh, SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Uh, search at the Dogs SA on Twitter and get on board. The interview. Yeah, the interview today on the Dogcast is focusing predominantly on the E-Star Match Race Series at Gawler on Sunday night. And Nicole Price has been kind enough to give us some of our, or give us some of her time uh, leading into the weekend. Uh, how are you, Nicole? 
Hello, how are you going? Very good. You've got Tim Edwards and Sean Matheson here, Nicole, and uh, welcome to the Dogcast. It's your first time on the Dogcast, and we're talking all things Greyhound Racing, and we're going to talk about the Gawler uh, Match Race Series on Sunday shortly. But just before we touch on uh, your runners this weekend, uh, give us a little bit of a history about yourself. I noticed that you um, started training back in, in Renmark. Is that right, in the, uh, in the uh, up in the, the Riverland? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I've been doing it for probably 20 years, travelling from Remark to Adelaide. Um, the last few years, it got very hectic, um, travelling about three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to Angle Park, you're looking at you know a six-hour turnaround trip just to run a dog or to trial a dog. So, yeah, it was starting to wear me down. So, yeah, we looked into moving. Uh, down to this area. All right. And being based in Renmark, I guess you had options of running in Victoria as well with some of your greyhounds? Uh, no, we never sort of headed over that no? way. Um, it was further than it was to go to Adelaide. So Okay. So you didn't go over the border anyway that way. So you just concentrated on South Australia. Um, and uh, the interest in greyhound racing, Nicole, where did that come from? Uh, my father. So he used to be a steward um, at Barmara mm-hmm. and then he started uh, training dogs himself and then I was hooked after that I've loved the dogs always and um, and then once I got married um, we we got our own dog and then um, we've been doing it ever since then and how many greyhounds are you training at the moment Nicole uh, we've got about 12 race dogs uh, in work mm. we've got uh, six that we're breaking in ourselves at the moment mm. uh, we've got another five that are seven months old and we've got a litter of eight that are only four weeks old. So that's wow. a bit cute. Yeah, busy times. And Nicole, you said you've you've moved now down to Lewiston. And how are you finding now being in that sort of where all the pretty much all the greyhound trainers, certainly in the north, um, are sort of based? How are you finding that and, and the travelling around? We see you at the Angle Park straight track uh, quite a, a bit, particularly if the gate works for you. Um, um, so, how are you finding it with the move? It's a lot, a lot less stress for you. We've been here five months now. Um, you know, it has been quite challenging to start with. Um, the property we've got is a beautiful property, but we've had to start from scratch again. So there was nothing set up at all here. So we've had to build everything again. Uh, so we've built brand new kennel house, puppy yards, paddocks emptying yards and now we have our own straight track so it's lovely to be able to start training the dogs at home um you know it's just it's life-changing coming up here for us so mm, mm. well you've got some good runners at the moment nicole um thursday night tonight of course you got sweet rose going around she's come back very well did i see her on the market there a while ago up for sale no that was her sister oh her sister okay was that sweet ella was it no that was sweet sapphire sweet sapphire Oh, okay. No worries. Yeah. Uh, and Sweet Rose, um, happy with what she's done so far since she's been back? Yeah, we gave her a bit of a spell. She went off, um, but she's come back a lot better. Um, she loves the outside. That's the only problem with her. Mm. She she struggles from the inside um, unless they give her a really clear run. So she does prefer to be on the outside of the track for most of her racing. So I think that shows on her form as mm. well. Yeah, well, she might 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 be able to get into a, a position that she likes tonight because Rushes is normally a pretty good beginner. So if he was able to get down, she might be able to get a bit of room early to get off. Yeah, I'm hoping she's got to be up there early. Yeah, it's a it's a good field, and I think she's good enough. And um, but she's definitely going to have to be up the front. 
Yeah, she's got a PB there at Angle Park of 29.69. So she's in race four tonight. Now, on Sunday night, these E-Star match race series. First of all, what's your thought on the match race series races, uh, Nicole? Do you like them? I love them. Mm-hmm. I think they're awesome. I think it's just an honour to be a part of it. Yep. Um, just to have your dog in, in the series is just amazing. And, um, you know, I enjoy the whole thing, yeah. whether you win, lose or whatever. I just love being a part of it. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. And um, I think it's good for the dogs too. It's something different for them and um, it lets the dogs show people what they can do. Mm, yeah. Well, you got Burning Nitro in the first match race on Sunday night against Lily Pad. And we were just saying to Sean a short time ago, um, time-wise, there's not a great deal between these two. No, they are quite close. Um, Burning Nitro will have to fly the lids. I think, to be competitive, though, because mm. I do think that Lily Pad is quite strong. Mm. So um, she will have to be out leading. If she led, would you be confident that she could hold off Lily Pad? I'll be cheering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll make the race, I think, if uh, if your Greyhound Burning Nitro happened to lead Lily Pad, I think, uh, because I think the markets will go up, obviously, on Sunday, and I think Lily Pad probably will start favourite ahead of yours, but I don't yeah. think there's a great deal. I don't think there's much between them, to be honest. Yeah, no, she's, she's a little try of Burning Nitro. She'll give it a go anyway. Well, just with that, Nicole, I think Burning Nitro, oh, just through going through her form, she um, she does love the Gawler circuit. She, mm. she puts her best performances there, it seems. Yeah, I will say my dogs seem to like Gawler a lot better than Angle Park. I don't know what that is, but they do, they do seem to perform better at Gawler for sure. Yeah, less travel time maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's got a great chance there, Burning Nitro. Um, and what we find, too, in these match races, Nicole, is is some greyhounds, I know that Burning Nitro's ran 30 and 71 in the past, but they can run a lot quicker when there's no other dogs in the race except one other. So we might see a, a much faster time by her. Yeah, I think she seems to find the trouble, and that's mm. um, she does seem to do that. So, yeah, it would be nice if she gets a clear run through and she can show me what she can do yeah and you've got stress the point your other greyhound now uh, drawn box number five he's taking on all show and uh didn't have the best of luck two starts ago was a good run last start and again time wise is not a great deal between these two either yeah stress the point um i think he's a very talented young pup he's just very green and he's just not putting it all together yet so you know each start he's starting to improve Mm -hmm. so i just hope that he gets back to his best who can run quicker time out of those two, Burning Nitro and Stress the Point, in your opinion? Are they, are they both similarly matched in, they, in speed? They're very similar. Yeah, they mm. are. Um, yep. But I just think that Stress the Point has more ability. Yep. It just needs to uh, bring it out. All right, we might see that on Sunday with the uh, only the one runner to get around. Now, you've got uh, a couple of other runners in there on Sunday night. Lethal Image, race eight, number four. Any chance? That's a very tough race. Um, there's some very good dogs in that race. Mm. Um, but I, I do believe that she's got a lot of potential and that she will go far once we've had a few starts with her. Okay, it is a and strong race. And I think race. That we'll, get the long, we'll get the longer trip with her as well. So, yeah, mm. I think that's exciting. Okay. So, okay. And then you've got race 12, number two, Northern Zone. What can you tell us here about Northern Zone? Uh, Northern Zone doesn't look good on paper. Mm. Uh, he's he's better than what it, what it says on his form. Um, he's his first start. He just got cleaned up, so he was just mm. a bit unlucky there. But um, yeah, he's definitely good enough to to win it. The only thing with him is he he doesn't love waiting in the kennel house. So mm. race twelve will be his challenge.
Okay. Uh, Black Hulk, race nine, number eight. Black Hulk, I think he's gone off a little bit. So we'll just see how he runs um, on Sunday. Mm. And then if we're not happy with him, we might give him a bit of a spell if we're not happy. All right. And uh, what about bad behaviour? If it happened to get a start in race two, can can it win? Oh, I don't know. I think she's well named mm. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> she's a tough one to, to train, is she? Oh, I just, uh, I, she's a beautiful dog at home, but I just mm. think her, her manners at the track are just not, not doing the right thing at the moment. So, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, you've got a great team and great lot of chances heading to the uh, the races on Sunday night and the one tonight as well, Nicole. So good luck with uh, Sunday night. It's it's great that you're involved in the Match Race Series and it's great that you love it just as much as we all do. So uh, best of luck. Hopefully one of your greyhounds can run the fastest time there on uh, on Sunday night. Thank you. Thanks, Nicole. Good Nicole. luck, Nicole. Thank you. Nicole Price there, Sean, our guest on the Dogcast. Uh, big team Sunday night she's got heading to the track. And I got the feeling just, just listening to her that Stress the Point is a dog that can run good time mm. uh, with a bit of luck. And, and the fact that he's only got one other dog to get around, we may just see the best of Stress the Point there on Sunday night. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good indication. I think that um, the dog does have the ability just got to put it together. One Only one dog to beat mm. might be the trigger for, for um for him to to really progress on, just touching on Nicole, I said about a passion for match racing. You can get that for for, for through her comments. Mm. Um, she was drawn with Electra Theory in the um, the SA Match Race Series late last year, and yes. she came up against Golden Knight. Huh. And this yeah. was before mm. Golden Knight really had mm. that purple patch of form. Yep. And she was she was so excited mm. to be in the race. Mm. Um, it's only afterwards that you probably think, geez, I cop golden night here yeah. um, because you didn't yeah. know it at the time. But mm. again, I think she's a bit of a, a, a realist with her dog. She loves to be in the series and it's great. She's got two. Mm. Uh, herself and Ben have both, Ben Rawlings have got two in the series. So it's a credit to them mm. to get those two dogs into the series. And uh, we, we really, um, we're thankful of the support that mm. our trainers give to these types of events because, um, you know, they're different. They're mm. different. Um, unfortunately, there won't be the lighted boxes, or no. but just because of the, the going to Gore, it's a bit harder. But there's different things these dogs have to cope with. So um, it's a real credit to the trainers, and we wish them all the best of luck. And we hope it's a really exciting series. I hope everyone gets there. And four grand to the winner. That'll pay for a few Easter eggs. Sure. Well, they get the match race money yep. and four grand for overall. So. Yep. The money's there. Certainly is. That's been another edition of the Dogcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll join you in a couple of weeks' time for our next edition.